Welcome to the Caregiver's Toolbox, tools for everyday caregiving. We provide education and information on senior care topics. Here's your host, Ryan McGinnis. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition, another episode, another... Adventure. Adventure of the greatest <laughs> podcast of all time. The Caregiver's Toolbox Tools for Everyday Caregiving. We'll give you information and education on senior care topics. My name is Ryan McInniff, the owner of Minute Women Home Care and the host of the Caregiver's Toolbox here with my trusty co-pilot, Janet. Janet, how are you? I am doing well, and I will co-pilot while you're under the influence of cold, whatever you take for a cold. Absolutely. Well, we're recording all of these episodes in one day, if you haven't figured that out for the next week and a half, so that we have a stockpile of episodes to put up while I'm out of town. So I'm going to have the sniffles throughout this. I know, I'm sorry, but there's nothing I can do about it. So anyways, Jenna, we last episode we talked about National Assisted Living Week that's um, that's here now or coming up or when this episode that episodes go out, go out. Oh my gosh! When that episode goes out on Monday, um, we will be in that week. You wanted to follow up with um, bringing some of the activities that we mentioned that go on in an assisted living home. You know, we have—I know it's crazy to think about—but Labor Day is kind of that end of summer, even though we still have another three weeks of it left. But um, you know, before you know it, we're going to have Thanksgiving. You know, we're going to have. Uh, uh, Christmas, we're going to have the holidays, and that's a time where a lot of families get together, and one of those things that's going to occur is there's going to be a lot of reminiscing. There's going to be a lot of um, people moving quickly, think stories catching up, and what are some of those activities that you can take that are going on in assisted living right now for assisted living week, which was, what was their... their um, Capture the moment. Capturing is the, the moment is the theme this year. How can we capture the moment when we're provide you're in you're getting private home care or you're caring for somebody yourself and um, you want to still reminisce and capture the moment. Yeah, give have a have a purpose, and I think that you know for anyone that has a, a loved one at home, mm-hmm. especially if they're living off you know by themselves, you sometimes hit hit a rut of well, what what kind of things can I do? Um, what what kind of things would be fun for mom or dad? So if we take a chapter out of the Capture the Moment book that Assisted Living's doing um, over the course of the next week, there were four things that um, came up on the, the list that I've worked with some of them myself, and I think they're really successful. And the first one is called a bucket list item. And your parents may not know, or grandparents may not know the term bucket list, but I think most of us know what a bucket list is. But is there something that your mom or dad always wanted to do? Yep. You know, was it a trip down the river? Was it going to New York City? Was it something special? And thinking of a way that you can create that little moment for them. You can put some things together. You know, if it's a trip to New York, I don't know, you put some bagels and some cream cheese and some pictures of New York and the Statue of Liberty or whatever, send them a goodie box if you live out of state. Or find some articles or find a a movie that, you know, relates to that and share that with them. Yeah, and you can always always do something if, you know, food is usually a big thing where people, uh, you know, you can always call up wherever um, you're going. We're not where you're going, but let's say New York. You grew up, they grew up in New York, but you live, they live up here now. You could always call their favorite restaurant and say, hey, can you freeze-dry something and ship it out? Perfect. And, 
and bring it there. And the reason I brought that up is because I just looked it up now. Um, over in Australia, I think other countries are getting this right a little bit more than we are because we're so bogged down in the bureaucracy and the red tape and the the insurance and the lawsuit side of everything. A bunch of paramedics picked up a 71-year-old terminally ill man, and he hadn't eaten in a few days, and he had uh, he was on the losing end of, of cancer, was in palliative care, and, uh, and said, well, we're bringing you to the hospital. You haven't eaten. If you could eat anything, what would it be? And he goes, uh, he said he wanted a uh, caramel sundae. So they stopped somewhere and got him a caramel sundae, and, you know, he passed away within a few days um, of being back in the hospital. Like, bringing the humanity back into some of the Absolutely. So you can certainly call up, you know, your favorite bagel place and, hey, Overnight some bagels, you know, or whatever it is, we'll pay yeah, for that. Yeah, put Frank Sinatra on. Put a little a little package together that, that works, you know. Um, and it may be something like they always want to go to Hawaii or, um, you know, when you think of, okay, you get a little pineapple, you get a little uh, um, lay to go around the neck and just have a little fun with it Absolutely. and make it their bucket list. That's one idea. Another one is called an oral history project. And this is something, and it depends on who the person is, but this is something that is great to do with grandkids and a, um, an older parent or grandparent. And that's something you can almost kind of prepare. You can, if you can remember some of the, the really great times when you were younger or some special time for your parents, and you kind of put that list together and mm-hmm. kind of do a little coaching. When you go to visit on thanksgiving or during the holidays you know be able to ask those questions and if someone has a little bit of a memory issue you know ask the questions that you know the answer to and it's like okay so where did you grow up and and they can talk a little bit about that or what was your favorite subject in school and when you combine grandkids with grandparents magic happens absolutely and this is an oral history that if somebody wants to have a tape um Playing or take notes, it's a great thing to have um, for someday in the future. Maybe they're not there. Yeah. And it's a, it's a great project. It's a lot of fun. And, you know, the other thing in, in this type of this world is, you know, one of the things I remember, um, and it's kind of the reverse, but I always resonated with me when Google was, was still coming up. One of the things that they did was uh, in one of the commercials, the, the father or the mother or the parent opened up the kid's a kid's personal uh, Gmail account. And so every picture, every video, every memory they had, the mother would email the, would send an email to the kid with a diary in it with the pictures or the videos or whatever. And then when they were turned 18 or whatever, the plan was to give it as a gift. What and a great say, idea. It's your it's your email diary of the last 18 years of us as a family thing. And that's something that you can very easily do with the oral history of a of a, a, a grandkid is you can you can save those mementos and those memories by recording them and yep. then give that to them because a lot of things, you know, I don't remember my grandparents that well. I remember that they were nice. I remember my grandma would buy me a matchbox car every once in a while as a yep. gift, but 
I don't I don't really remember who they are or those memories of the stories and who you know so I think that's a great little way to have a, a time capsule basically and nowadays you can you don't even need to keep the time capsule it can be all on in the cloud online well that's the thing and, it's easier to have a handle on and you know you get the stories of I walked uphill to school both ways yeah. and it was a thousand degrees below zero and and that kind of thing but especially when you tie in grandkids there's enough of a gap a generational gap that you know the grandparents are not of the tech era that we have now yep. but the kids find it absolutely fascinating that you did what and yeah. and there was a milkman and you know you really can have a good time with it absolutely um another project is social media and this has really taken on an, an, an interesting topic. In fact, I have enough information to do an entire podcast on social media and the elderly. But the idea is there are people that um, will do Skype, and they do that from assisted livings. And, you know, they can wave and say hi, and there they are. Um, I have a friend that has a, uh, a grandchild on the West Coast and loves to get in front of the screen and just gets talking away about everything that's going on. And uh, they talk about things in social media. And uh, you have to be patient because you have to explain what it is. People have to explain to me a lot of these things. But um, that, can be, um, that can be a great way to establish yeah. communications to, as it's the new age of pen pals and other things. You know? Absolutely. And it's a... And, it, you know, there's some, some learning curve there, but if you can invest the time in teaching somebody and somebody wants to learn, then it, it pays off because it's so much easier nowadays to, to do a video call than it is to even sometimes do an email or whatever. Yeah, and if someone is homebound due to whatever disabilities with, you know, social media, and the re- they can travel the world yep. right from their home. Absolutely. So that's really great. And one last one is a yearbook. And... I don't know if you've ever seen, there are stores you can go in, they'll have all these little booklets that said, if you were born in whatever year, and it tells you everything that was happening. Well, you can either create a yearbook for the year that person was born, which is kind of going back to the oral history thing, or you can create a yearbook of this year. And again, if you're going to be seeing family at Thanksgiving or Christmas, what's happened since the last year? You know, I don't know if if you know of any people, but I know my parents um, would have people that they'll send the Christmas card. But then there's this novel inside of what every and Susie made the band uh, team and whatever else. But you can kind of put a year together. And if you put some snapshots in or something, that's a wonderful thing, because especially people with short-term memory issues, they will dog-ear that book. They will go back and forth, and they will look at things and see how, you know, someone has grown or where they're living or participate in their sports. And, and it's, a, it's a great tool and a great way to feel part of what's going on with your family that you don't see the rest of the time. Yeah, absolutely. And there's certainly a little bit of, um, of time involved in that, but at the same yeah. time, I'm sure what makes can make it easier is there's got to be something online where you can upload stuff and then you can print it out or whatever it must be and then you can absolutely turn it in. there's got to be something through there's Shutterfly Pinterest or, and yeah. Shutterfly and there's all these things that you can put together people do them now for their own wedding albums even but that's something that'll be more special than another cardigan sweater yeah <laughs> you know, we want to keep ma grandma or whatever warm but this is something that if you start thinking about it now and get inspired 
by the National Assisted Living Week, you can be doing the same thing, and you can have some super gifts by the holidays. Absolutely. That's great. I mean, those are some really great ideas to reconnect with a family member and, and get involved. So um, I guess as long as your dad isn't uh, Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino, um, <laughs> I, it should be a good way to, to – that's such a good movie too, but it should be a good way to get in, back involved. And Because, you know, we've done podcasts over the last two years, especially around the holidays, of how do you engage – a loved one at these parties, at these family events when, um, you know, eyesight might be an issue, hearing loss might be an issue, or even worse, of the, the short-term memory is an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, you know, how do you engage somebody? And that's a great way to engage them because you, you when maybe they need some quiet time alone, which they usually do because mm-hmm. it's a little bit... Um, overstimulation then they can go and and read that book and go through it and enjoy some quiet time reminiscing yeah or one-on-one time you know grandparents love grandkids and if grandkids haven't lived around the grand they can feel awkward what do i say what do i tell her what do i do you have some of these tools and you're just kind of going through them together and it's a great icebreaker too absolutely well thank you jenna that's a really good idea and uh something that we can uh, use moving forward but anyways thank you very much all from listening it was uh it is very much appreciated that you keep listening and we keep growing it's great please tell some friends about this podcast if you know people that are in the senior care world i'd really appreciate that and if you can uh, give us a, a great review that would continue um propelling us into the stratosphere of the greatest podcast of all time so um in all seriousness it would be greatly appreciated but otherwise we will see you on the next one and have yourself a great day